me fossil lati do and welcome to another life altering oh wait no that's pickle scoops thing welcome to another <laughs> heartwarming sack tickling fun loving episode what i don't even know if that the sack tickling i don't know if that that when you tickle your sack has your sack not been tickled lately uh um not really no i guess if i walk what? really quickly in certain pants well, if you want, I'll I'll be in Savannah sometime in the next year. Oh, I, I'm good. I'm good. We can make sure your sack is tickled. I'll, I'll, I'll keep with the corduroy. We're good. And your heart is cockled. So. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the MHOG podcast. I am not Wayne, uh, and I am e- not Wayne either, at all. No, no, none of us are Wayne. Neither yeah. of us. Neither. 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 Yeah. Neither. Neither. In any case, Wayne is not here. Uh, he he might call in. I don't know. Uh, but this is the metal hand of God, the the sickly metal hand of God. Yes, I can. Is how is obvious is it from my my voice? I know I'm very nasal. No, it's pretty obvious. I mean, it's pretty obviously you're you're not feeling well. No, not at all. And we'll get to why in a little bit. But I'm Adam, and I'm the rum guy. And uh, so, uh, if you're keeping track, if you're keeping score, as it were. Uh, this is supposed to be episode 200, which we recorded. The crazy episode! Yeah. Uh, which was recorded three weeks ago now, I believe. Uh, so. And, uh, if you listen to the last episode, that episode was recorded well after episode 200, and there's an episode that was supposed to be the last episode that might not come out for another week. If there at has all. been a, a plethora of snafus, such as uh, computer meltdown. Well, uh, you know, not not to get on them, but uh, it, it, because it was partially my fault. But uh, Wayne didn't check to be sure that I didn't send him that because I I had recorded that episode that was supposed to air and put it in uh, my our share folder before I left town, and he. I couldn't see it, but I was kind of – I had bad reception on my phone, and so poor internet, and and I didn't see it. So he kind of took me at my word rather than just checking to make sure the file was there because it was. So that episode could have aired, and this is really complicated. <laughs> well, let's, well let's, let's stay away from complicated and just say that uh, miscommunication and misplacement of items uh, right. and computer crashing and just it's, – it's the mummy's curse. It has happened. It has struck us. Um, uh, the only thing is we did not find a mummy, but the curse is, is real. It exists. Oh, my mummy's uh, around. Okay, so it's a different mummy, but we'll go with it. No, actually, uh, you mentioned computer failure. Actually, um, Wayne's computer has crashed twice in the last week. So he actually had episode 200 finished, which was supposed to air in the place of this one. Uh, but uh, it it crashed um and uh so he today he was working on it and uh it crashed again <laughs> so so i told him uh the live episode will now be episode 201 uh because i didn't want him staying up all night because we have uh you know if this is coming out like literally uh <laughs> an hour from now or something like that uh we have two shows this weekend one is in Biloxi Mississippi or actually Ocean Springs Mississippi at the Crooked Letter Brewery and uh, that's going to be a brewery tour followed by a comedy show. So 
we got that to go to, and then Saturday night we have a full metal comedy show at Twist of Lime. So, uh, so I didn't want to stay up all night screwing with it and then having like a rough next couple of days. So, sum it up: no rough screwing. Check. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of screw this and screw that, no. Uh, <laughs> so. I wanted to start off this episode, uh, this short episode, by the way, folks, because I do have to edit this and put it up it's tonight. It's a teaser. It's a teaser episode. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of weird innuendos so far. <laughs> We're only like two <laughs> minutes in. So, moving on. Uh, this, this will be a short episode, but I do want to start by, uh, doing, um, a impersonation. <laughs> A common sense with Buck Lightning. Oh, okay. We can do that too. So, uh, this is un- all unscripted as usual, folks, so kind of bear with me. But Sunday, I got a message from Wayne, uh, involving a, a comedian who was on one of our previous comedy shows, uh, basically going on Facebook and posting a link to, uh, the show that's going to be this Saturday. Which normally would be a good thing. It would be like, oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for sharing. Uh, except for this comedian used a uh, troll account, a fake account with a fake name, and it doesn't even have his face on it, so no one knows it's him. Uh, and basically Very saying, creative, by the way. Very creative. Right, right. So this guy basically, uh, he posts a link to it and then says, hey, this show will suck. You should go see how, how bad it sucks. Essentially, just like kind of bashing our show. Well, no, I, I don't even feel bad about bashing us. I, I feel kind of shitty that he would do that to fellow comedians. Well, well, let me get all this out and because uh, I yeah, do I'm want you, I do want your reaction, but let me let me sort of get it out. Um, but basically, this guy uh, bashed our show, and uh, I'm not going to name him because well, first of all, he doesn't listen to our show. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Uh, and if anyone does and wants to mention to him that I said this, go right ahead because uh, it's, I'm going to very quickly, as this is common sense with Buck Lightning, I, I'm going to get to an actual point sooner or later. <laughs> and so, so this guy bashed our show and Wayne sent me a message telling me about it. And I won't lie, I got uh, I got very upset. Um, I was traveling that day, and there was really nothing I could do about it. Um, I mentioned many times that Wayne and I uh, don't get anything from these shows. Uh, nine times out of ten, we don't take a cut. You know, and we've only done like a dozen of these shows, so do the math. Uh, and the few times we have taken a cut, it's been like five bucks a piece. You know, we try to give all our money to the talent. Um, we don't get anything from it other than trying to help build a comedy scene, you know, outside of just central New Orleans, um, and meeting very talented, very funny people, which I'm happy to do. Sure. So it's especially hurtful, you know, like, but whatever. I've also, by the way, just want to mention really quick, I've been told that this, uh, doesn't have anything to do with us specifically, that it's, uh... Another comedian, Eric Hollerback, is on the show this Saturday, and uh, anyone who's listened to the show, the episode that Eric Hollerback was on, Eric Hollerback got into some trouble uh, on his podcast. Uh, he's apologized for it, like, dozens of times. Like, he, he he's never stopped apologizing. 
And uh, so whatever it is, th- that's fine. But the guy did bash our show, and there are other people besides Eric on it. So I'll just take it as being a, you just generally don't like any of us. So whatever, that's fine. So uh, I, I was upset for about an hour. And uh, I happened to be on the road with my little three-month-old niece, and she giggled, and I looked down at her, and I kind of forgot about it. So to the person who bashed our show uh, and whose, I guess, goal was to upset people and rile us up, you know, from a very cowardly position of not even using his real name or not, not or just a position of pretending to be someone else. Um, congratulations, you managed to upset me for an hour. And then I moved on with my life. And in thinking about all that, uh, I came to sort of a conclusion. Not long ago, we were talking to uh, a local newspaper that was going to interview us and might still, I'm not really sure what's going on with that. And he asked us, what, how do you really, uh, how would you sum up the Metal Hand of God podcast? And I said, well, we build things. Um, we build communities. We build shows. We build. Uh, we build things. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in a way, we we kind of do. We try to. I mean, that's our goal, and it's. I think that's uh, it's an important thing. It's it's just, it's become more of than um, more than I think what we intentionally started out with. Uh, but I think we've, um, you know, the idea of what we wanted to accomplish. Uh, grew so therefore uh, the the whole idea of it has grown and I think it's grown in a positive way right so I sort of latched on to that idea that we build things and I want to tell whoever it is out there that dislikes us and it doesn't have to be that guy it can be anybody I'm sure I'm sure there's other people out there that don't like us yeah, there's like two I think <laughs> and I know where they live so I'm just letting you know that come on that- that the rum guy bashes people's heads in in diners or IHOPs. IHOPs, yeah. Um, if you're out there and you don't like us, if you want to like go online and bash us, bash our show, go ahead and do it. Like honestly, we could use the publicity. <laughs> um, I'm fine with with that. Um, I'm a little. It makes me kind of sad that there are people out there doing that. Um, I do think that if there's one thing. Let me rephrase that. Um, people who spend their lives tearing things apart and, you know, going there and, like, bashing other people's creative endeavors rather than focusing on their own, who's the loser there? Like, okay, you bashed our show, you bashed us, whatever. Um, we're going to move on with our lives. <laughs> we're not going to spend that much time and then they're worrying just about you. going to be and, sitting there angry is all they're going to be doing. Yeah, well, people that do that don't really go anywhere in life. No, they don't. don't. Like, it's – think about every person who's ever done you wrong. Like, the the person who – Where do I start? Who who stole from you. The person who uh, is looking at taking things from others, whatever it is. Um, They're spending a lot of time trying to make a dollar instead of, like, trying to build things. Like they're trying to scam other people, they're trying to take things from other people. I'm not phrasing this very well, but point it's is, all about, it's all about what you create in life. It's not by you know you, you tear things down. There's nothing. If you create something, you're 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 doing something with your life. 
one in one aspect or another. It doesn't have to be a an amazing life altering change for the entire world, but you're doing something. You know, you're being productive. Anti productivity is just it's stupid. Well, uh, I, I always say that tearing things down diminishes you. Like when you see somebody online and they're starting that that was my whole thing was like my first instinct was to go start Facebook drama with that guy and my well, you know, and then I was like, uh ah, no, we should just go to his show. Like we should just show up and be like, Hey man, what's up? And then I realized that's stupid. That's pointless. Like Oh it's 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 and it's it's complete opposite of what we had talked about in a couple shows prior to is if you know somebody's trying to start a problem. The best thing to do, especially when we were, I think we were referring to things like social media. The best thing to do is to not give it any credence; just ignore it. It'll go away. Well, more than that, I don't want to waste my time. Like, like that's a that's wasteful. It is wasteful, and it, it again it diminishes me as a person to get involved with that to to, to tear things down. Yeah, I got so, better things to do with my time. I'm sure you do too. So, to everybody out there. Who doesn't like us? That's fine. You can you can you can try to destroy us. You can try to tear us down. Um, I'm gonna keep building things. I will build to the sky. And your new nickname is Builder Bob. <laughs> Thanks for pissing all over my point, Rob. But okay. <laughs> but that's 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 my that's my common sense with Buck Lightning. Build something. Do it. You know, if, if you want to, if you, you know, like you can screw around, you can destroy things. You can sit on Facebook and complain about politics or, or, you know, uh, somebody you don't like at work, or you can spend that time trying to build something either like relationships or art or whatever it is. And I promise you the building something is the much worthier endeavor. So that's my common sense with Buck Lightning. You're here. Awesome. I should probably write these things out. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 there. It's done. It's gone. And now we move past it. So, All right there we go. So, how was your trip? I wanted to ask. Well, up until I got home, it was great. Well, that's, that's the thing uh, with trips. You usually want to go on them, and then you have to come home. Oh, uh, it was a travel heavy uh, vacation. Uh, Thursday. I, uh, so, uh, Wayne was going to take me to the airport Thursday morning. Uh, my flight was for 1030. So I was like, eh, can you pick me? Can you, uh, pick me up around nine, nine fifteen? you know, we'll get there for nine 30. I'll have a full hour, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, sure. So I, uh, I spoke to Rebecca, uh, the girl I was traveling with, who's the mother of, uh, the little girl I call my niece. Mm-hmm. And she's not really my niece. I'm, I'm a fake uncle, but uh, but I'm her favorite uncle, so it's okay. Um, and I said, uh, you know, do you need any help with the baby? Do you need me to get there at the same time as you? And she said, yeah, that would be great. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, well, what time do you need me to be there? And she was like, oh, I'm looking to get there for 8.30. And I was like, oh, great, yeah. Why yeah. did you even offer well, no, I was fine with it, but but uh, but she writes, I'll probably be late though, and I thought that's eh, not helpful. That's not helpful. So I uh, I told Wayne, don't worry about it. My mom dropped me off at like I got there at eight thirty, and I was probably out there for an hour waiting on her. <laughs> yep, and I thought, yeah, that's about right. But 
you know, nah, you know it, it is what it is, and she's got a, a fairly new baby, so I understand things happen. So uh, we we flew out to the Atlanta airport, which I'd never been to. I'd been to Atlanta, but I'd never flown there. And uh, jacked up. <laughs> yeah, it's not not a great airport, and I only. Uh, it's funny because I had two separate experiences: one going out and one coming in. And uh, on the way out, because uh, her husband Josh, who's uh, I don't think he's been on this show. He's he been on, on Radio DCP. DC. Yeah, he was on Radio DCP. Uh, he was picking us up. He was driving up from from Orlando, and uh, so we had uh, she had two carry on bags, and she had some stuff, and I had some stuff in uh, that we had checked. And so we we get out of the terminal, and we're looking at the signs, and there's one that says international baggage, and there's one that says domestic, and we're like, all right, well, domestic. So we go downstairs, and there's a subway train. Right. And, uh, so I was in, uh, perfectly content to wait on the train, but there were a lot of people, and she said, why don't we just walk? And I said, that's a bad um, idea. Yeah, well, I said, well, if there's a train... There's a reason. Right, right, right. And uh, But then I saw, you know, uh, they had those people movers like uh, Universal Studios Florida has where it's a, yeah, all the it's a sideways e- escalator. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only one I've ever seen. In, well, I mean, in the, I mean, you've done more traveling than me, but that's the only one I've ever seen in an airport. Oh, okay. But, but, uh, but they had that there, so I was like, oh, oh maybe, maybe it'll be fine. So uh, nope. four, four stops later, uh, at least – say a mile and a half uh we're walking and uh and uh, a pilot sees us walks over and goes are y'all looking for the baggage and we were like yeah and he goes all right two stops down uh or, or go around the corner and there's gonna be a little spot there where they'll pick you up on a train go two stops down and i was like well, you know there's about 50 people in this this area right here. Why, 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 why did we look that pathetic that he, he felt the need to single us out? <laughs> I was Probably like, we had that lost tourist look. Oh, we did. We did. So we got on the train, went two stops down. And got Sorry, the last time I was in the airport too, I was like, because I'm used to the uh, train in uh, Pittsburgh international and, uh, uh, get down and I get down to the train. I'm looking around going, I don't even know where the hell I'm at. It's like, is this right? Because the signs are a little confusing for baggage. In when you get down to the train, the signs look like you need to go past the train, back up the other side of the steps, and keep going. So I'm like, am I supposed to be down here? So I go back up the stairs, and, and I actually had to stop and ask somebody. He's like, am I doing the right thing? He's like, yeah, 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 you got to take the train. got to take the train. It's like, that's the only way to get the baggage correctly is take the train. I'm like, okay, I'm going taking the train. Um, no, well, it's, it's, it's a wicked train. It really – and you rode it, so you know it's like it – I mean, it, it felt like the subways in New York – Honestly, it, actually, at least there's more seating on the subways in New York. Well, certainly, certainly. I'm just yeah. saying, like the like it was a little dingy and all that, but that's fine. We uh, and then the creepy, did the creepy voice come on and go, "This train is departing for Concourse A." Because my my train voice was warped. It was like the t- the tape was screwed up in it because it started off like a nice, pleasant lady's voice and then turned demonic. So it was. A B C. It's like, oh shit! I went off this train. No, thankfully that oh, that, was that did not happen. Uh, Everybody on the train just kind of looked at each other, like, 
All right, this is how a horror film starts. <laughs> it was like, okay, I'm I'm only going one stop. I'm getting off. Fuck this. So, but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so we we went and got our baggage. We had a hell of a time finding a bathroom, uh, and then Josh picked us up. Just use random people's cups. They leave laying them around. Just pee in the cup. Walk away. This is why I don't travel with you. Just so you know. It's fun, actually. And then, you know, every once in a while you get you get the good cup, and it's like, oh, it's actually being used, and it's a big fun laugh. Everybody's laughing. It's a good time. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> so we got stuck in traffic for about an hour trying to get out of Atlanta, and then we had another, I think, three and a half hours, something like that. And, uh, thankfully, the baby actually did pretty well up until I think we got to Chattanooga, and she kind of freaked out. And uh, That's why I don't travel with babies. Well, so you don't have one, so it's, well, I, I, so I won't it's even, a little easier. You know, other other babies, I don't even pack them. I leave them alone. Right, you don't you don't steal babies. That's good. Uh, yeah. The MHRG podcast, we don't steal babies. I found out that always ends badly. So again, right? Yeah. So lesson uh, learned. So uh, so like I basically had a whole day of travel on Thursday, and then Friday. Uh, now you know what it's like every time I come down there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, Friday, well, but I mean, you didn't have to drive for four hours after. <laughs> I have, I've driven from uh, Savannah to um, Jacksonville uh, Airport to go from Jacksonville to Atlanta, Atlanta to New Orleans. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it sucks. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, fair enough. So, uh, so Friday, we went to Gatlinburg for a little bit. I went to the Cooter Museum. Wow, that's where they keep all the Cooters. <laughs> nice. No, I'd, I'd seen this before. I knew there was one in Nashville. It's it's a. It's kind of gross if you think about it. I mean, it's. I mean, who donates? Who donates those? I don't understand. It's it's a mom and pop museum dedicated. Oh, it's even worse. To, 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 Dedicated to the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, oh, it's a Dukes of Hazard museum. Yes, yes, it's oh. called it's called Cooters. Nice. Um, and uh, not so much. I know they had one in Nashville. I'm sure they have other ones, which I find interesting because the Dukes of Hazard, if I remember right, is set in Georgia. Yeah, it's in Georgia. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have a museum dedicated to it uh, in Tennessee, no. much less multiple ones, but. You know, it's pretty cool, and they, they have a little, uh, I guess they they bought or built a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a Dodge Charger set up to look like the General Lee, and you can pay $5 to take a picture next to it. And, uh, oh, okay. Uh, and they also have, like, they have a little indoor mini golf course. Because that, that is directly linked to the Dukes of Hazard TV show. They were all over the mini putt. Freaking Bo and Luke Duke, mini putt. Freaks. They also had a, a little go kart racing section, like like they had like a little like park where you go like race. It was it was really strange, but I bought a t shirt. Uh, sure, you did because you have to at that point. I absolutely had to. I I, I actually had what to talk myself out of buying. What was the name of the mini putt? I need to know. Was it, did it have a name? No, it was just the Cooter Mini like Golf. Cooter's putt. Yeah. Putt is that a queef? You're terrible. So, um, <laughs> so, um, oh Jesus! Uh, we went to a ton of 
uh, <laughs> a ton of uh, moonshine distilleries. Of course. Because the thing is, like, and I've told people this a few times since I've been back. So down here, I don't know if they probably have it in Savannah, too. There's this whole thing of fake uh, absinthe. Like, real absinthe is illegal in the United States, but people sell absinthe because it's like it's a version. Like, it's a very, very toned down, watered down version of absinthe. It, it, uh, the, what made absinthe illegal in the United States. Well, it was psychotropic, right? Well, it was the, uh, the usage of wormwood. Uh, wormwood in and of itself is psychotropic. It has, uh, uh, uh some crazy effects. Um, now, there is what they're selling as absinthe a lot of times is actually uh, more of a form of Benedictine, which is um, – it has wormwood in it, but it doesn't fall under the absinthe law. So they use that uh, and basically spice it like with the uh, the at black anise uh, flavor uh, to give it that, that uh, absinthe more kick to it. But basically what they're, they're selling is Benedictine. Okay. Just to let you know. Well, fun fact. But either way, it's it's not real absinthe. They just call it that. But there, if you use Benedictine, you can get the same effect because it still has wormwood in it, and it is freaky. It's awesome. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, either way. Um, well, up in the mountains of Tennessee, they have fake moonshine. Like it's again I have fake moonshine. Well, it's a version of it. It's not. It's not that it's not moonshine. It's just that, like, real moonshine's like drinking gasoline, you know? Well, I mean, you can have rock gut shine, but there were very good versions of moonshine. It just depends on how it's distilled. I mean, you can you can have it triple, triple distill it like a lot of uh, liquors today, and it would be just fine. I mean, it would, it would come out more like a little bit bitey vodka is basically how it would come out, like a corn vodka. <sighs> If only you use your, if only I use your powers to help mankind. <laughs> um, hey, if, if you drink it, I know it. Well, I'm so so there's moonshine distilleries all through the mountains. There's there's I went to personally five of them because the people we were with was were really into it. Did you get hammered? Uh, no, they they do offer you the free samples, which are like little thimblefuls of sure. different flavors. Uh. And I mean, literally different flavors like peach. There was one called sure. Electric Lemonade that was blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the weird ones like that. I think as much as I get is like apple pie. That's that's a kind of a. Cool there one. was an apple pie that I drank. It didn't was, taste like apple at all. Okay, the one I did tasted a lot like I had the uh, the cinnamon kick. To it. That was the thing. They had cinnamon in it. And it tasted more like cinnamon. Okay. Well, it wasn't bad. I don't mind that, but I'm kind of a purist. I, you know? I'm sure you are. So. uh but I actually got kind of sick by the fifth of, like, because the smell, like, at some point, I was just like, Jesus, like, the, like it all smells the same. I don't know why y'all need to keep going into them. <laughs> like, but. You, you, uh, you just don't have a palate for it. I mean, it's, it's, and that's not a bad thing. It's probably a good thing. I mean, I mean, uh, some people, I mean, if they're, if they're, you know, they're conditioned. Like, I consider myself an athlete when it comes to it. And, um, you know, it's taken years of conditioning. And, and oh, just, that's it. You're not you're not an alcoholic. You're LeBron James. I got you. Basically, but I am of 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 the uh, of the the gla- of the tumbler and rock is what I like to call it, which is fancy for saying glass and ice. All right. So, uh, so I went to that's a lot of distilleries. I went to a lot of distilleries, and uh, that was I mean it was all really just 
seeing, you know, Pigeon Forge and all that and, and just looking around. We had a good time. Huh? You go to you went to Dollywood, right? No, I wanted to, but no one else did. I wanted to go to. I do not want to go to Dollywood. It's awesome. I I don't know. I wanted to go to the water park. Yeah, the water park's awesome. Oh wait, wait! I take that back. That uh, take it back. Uh, no, that was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday, and then Saturday I went whitewater rafting, which was uh, an all day affair. Um, and then later that night, huh. oh, okay, Sorry, yeah. I, 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 uh, so, and we, uh, later that night, we went back into Pigeon Forge, because we were out, uh, we were literally in the mountains of, uh, I think they call it Seaverville, it's actually spelled like Sevierville, and, uh, yeah. we, uh, spent a lot of time up there. Uh, well, I don't know if you've seen this, but, uh, they built, um, so I don't, I don't know who built this, but I suspect it's, uh, the same investment group that, that have been building the, uh, oh, damn it, sorry. Uh, I suspect it's the same investment group that's been building the Jimmy Bar or Jimmy Buffett's Margarita Margaritaville hotels and casinos. Because uh-huh. uh, so there's this place called the Island, and right. the first thing you see is the Jimmy Buffett Hotel and Casino. There's a Ferris wheel. Paula Dean built a huge restaurant out there. Of course she did. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I don't even know where to go after that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we went out there because they wanted to stop at one last moonshine distillery, and there's a big one out there. Wait. What? Did somebody have an idea? <laughs> no. that's oh. uh, Laddie's texting me uh, <laughs> about Donald Trump, of all things. So, <laughs> so, But they built a big moonshine distillery out there, and, uh, and that one's open like till to late hours. Right. So – this place called Out is is incredible. Like, first of all, so they were hanging out at the Moonshine Distillery, and they're playing country music, and, you know, so I'm all into it, you know. Like, they were playing a bunch of songs that I love, and I'm sitting there, and uh, then I decided to go walk around. Because, like I said, like, I'm not into the alcohol, so I'm not, you know, I'm not looking at the, you know, uh, well, How are you going to meet yourself moonshine. a nice woman if you don't drink some alcohol? <laughs> So, so I started walking around, and all of a sudden I hear bluegrass music, and I walk outside, and there's a bluegrass bl- bl- bluegrass. Wow, I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> there's a bluegrass band playing. Uh, like they they apparently like they 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 play sets from like six to eleven p.m. on Saturdays, and uh, there's like all these seats out there. It's like a little mini theater yep, like a little amphitheater for live music and uh it was like i sat out there for a good i'd say 20 minutes just watching them just really impressed I, I was gonna buy one of their cds but uh they were charging like 20 bucks and i only had so much cash on me i didn't want to spend it on that you know like because i thought i, I don't want to support the arts i understand well i don't know i'm used to our friends that like you know, they charge like seven, seven to ten dollars for their CDs, not twenty, like like it's Camelot in nineteen ninety three. You know, <laughs> uh, but I had nothing against it. I was, but again, I just didn't have the cash to be tossing that out. Oh, I got you. I got so, uh, and then like they paused for a minute because there was they have this. You, you ever seen the Fountain Show at the Bellagio out in uh, yeah Vegas? They had I, a little Fountain Show. I know, I know exactly where where you're talking about. I, I was there when I think when it opened. Okay, it's very cool. 
Yeah, no, it's awesome. And uh, I, I was actually kind of lamenting the fact that, you know, New Orleans has nothing even close to that. And it really should, you know. I think I think building things like that, uh, in you know, maybe not every state, but you know, I'm sure like uh, someplace like Tybee Island out in Savannah, you know, like that sure. they could they could use something similar to that, you know. Yeah, we're we're, we're just lucky that they're, you know, not going up on parking this year. Oh, well, there you go. Parking Nazis. So, um, so I was a little disappointed that we we didn't find that until like you know, 10 o'clock at night on Saturday. And then Sunday we had to clean up the, the cabin, lock everything up and then, uh, head back to, uh, you know, they dropped me off in Atlanta and, uh, Oh, I wanted to tell this story cause this was fun. So my cousin Carrie lives in Powder Springs, Georgia, mm-hmm. which is, uh, one of the outer rings of Atlanta. And, uh, so they dropped me off at the airport and I go immediately to go rent a car. And, uh, normally I rent from enterprise or budget or something like that. But uh, all those lines seemed busy, and I saw National only had, like, two people in line. So I was like, oh, I'll just go get – I mean, it's, I'm renting it for six hours to go visit my cousin. Because my flight's at 10 p.m., and it's, like, 2 p.m. when I got there. Right. So uh, I walked up to the desk, and uh, the woman asked me for my ID, tells me how – you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just renting it for six hours. And I'm kind of hoping that she'll be like, oh – well, you know, like there's a reduced rate if you only need to rent it for a half a day. Of course there's not. Of course there's not. Not her fault, but whatever. So uh, I'm like, well, look, uh, my dr- uh, I don't have my insurance card on me, but I do have a copy of it on my cell phone. I have a picture of it. Is that fine? She's like, oh, I don't need that. And I was like, uh, okay. Wow. Uh, I, all right. You know, so like she got me done quick as can be. Uh, and it told me where to go. And I, so I went to the little parking lot where they, they have, cause they have this sure. multi-level parking structure where each of the, the different car companies, car companies are. And, uh, so I walk over up to the, the little, uh, office that the glass office that, that says national on it. And there's nobody there. And so a parking attendant with like a bright orange, you know, vest walks by me and goes, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Right. I was like, what? And he kept walking. I was like, all right. So then uh, a well-dressed young lady walked over to me and uh, asked for my paperwork. And I showed it to her. She's like, all right, baby. Well, look, uh, you see that that black Toyota uh, SUV over there in the distance? I was like, yeah. She's like, all right, go towards that and then take a right. And uh, (laughs) there's there's a little black car. Uh, with the keys in it, and that was yours. And I went, a little black car? I was like, oh. And I thought, well, I guess maybe, like, it'll be pretty obvious when I get out there, you know, which little black car she's talking about. So I started walking over there, and there's no little black car. Like, there's just, there's not. Like, there's, there's like a, a black Toyota Camry, but I'm like, no, nah, that's a, that's a full-size sedan, I was like, that's definitely no, don't analyze it. Did you check the door? You're just supposed to start pulling door handles. Well, what I started wondering was, I was like, um, oh no, 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 they're all unlocked. They all have the keys in them. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I started wondering. I was like, could I just like take a Camaro? Like, are they this like loosey goosey with with what they have? You know, and uh, I almost did, but I was like, uh, you know. So then I saw another parking attendant, and I said, and she was like, can I help you, sir? And she didn't really look like she wanted to help me, but at least she asked, you know. And right. I was like. 
yeah, you know, I told her my predicament. She was like, oh, I don't know. You're going to have to go find her. And I was like, all right. So I start walking back. I see her. And I was like, man, there's, there's no black car over there. She was like, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, uh, I'll take you over. I'll show it. I'll show it to you. I'll, I'll take you to your car. And I was thinking, yeah, may, maybe you should have done that in the first place. Wasting my time. Seems like seems like that would have been like a simpler method of of uh, accomplishing our goals. So she takes me over and she goes, "You see that red car over there?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Oh, that's yours." And I'm like, "You told me it was black car." Exactly. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What?" You're not colorblind because you figured it out, but you know, like, <laughs> what? What? You know? So uh, I said, "So." Uh, she's like, all right, so just get in the car and just pull up to that booth over there and, and you know, they'll check you out. And I was like, oh, so they're going to do the inspection there? And she goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, wow. okay. That's why I don't rent from National. Right, right. Well, so I pull up to the booth. The girl asked me for my ID and one or two other things. And, uh, and she goes, sign here. So I signed and she's like, all right, you're free to go. And I was like, uh, okay, but. Like, are she going to do the inspection? She was like, (sighs) so she pulls out the little thing that that tells you how big the dents have to be. And she's like, you're looking for something this big and this small. If you want to look at it, you can you can look and see if there's anything. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, what? What the fuck? What kind of Mickey? You know, no offense, but Mickey Mouse operation is this? Like, are you serious? So I start looking around. And, uh, and bear in mind, even though it's daylight, we're in the middle of like a parking structure. So it's not, it's not easy to see dents if you're not, uh, if you don't have a light on it. So like, I'm, I'm checking over the thing and then this guy in a full size, like a uh, Ford F-250 pulls up behind me. He's got his family in the truck and he's just, he looks pissed off like, cause he's behind me. And I'm like, look, dude, what the fuck do you want from me? Like, I'm expecting the fucking vehicle. Like, you know. So the guy like pulls away, and finally I got annoyed. I was just like, uh, "All right, fuck." You it. know what you do? Because that happened to me before. Is they gave me this, and I did this. They did the same thing to me at National. This was years ago. I guess it's just it's not just there; it's everywhere. Because this happened in I think uh, Ohio or something. But um, and I was looking at the car, and they they were just looking like I'm wasting their time. So all I did was circle the car. I just circled because you know there's a picture of a car on it. Right, right, right. Circle the areas where the dents are. I just, I just looked. I went, here you go. I circled the car. That way, I was covered. If I came back and it was effed up, I could just say I circled the damn dent. Well, she didn't even give me anything to circle. She just told me to go look for it, and then I guess we would have gotten a plan B if if I'd found something. But. Oh, the plan B pill, yeah. I, well, that's that's a weird parting gift. <laughs> So I got in the car and I was just like, "Fuck it," and I pulled off and and then uh, it took me forever to get. You know, it was all kinds of construction, so it took me forever to get to my cousins. And, hey, Atlanta. And then uh, I got back pretty quickly because it was really just leaving that was a problem. But uh, I gave myself about two hours, including dropping off the car, and that that all went pretty quickly, you know. But you still have to take like the train to to get to the, the regular hell? terminal, and I thought there would be two separate terminals. But I got dropped off in the same uh, area as the baggage claim that I left in. So yeah. then I got really confused. And then there's, like, some very vague signs. So Exactly. Uh, so I found where I was supposed to be, but it was still unclear. And when I tell you I spent, like, 
easily an hour and like 15 minutes in line. I was I was seriously worried that I was going to miss. I've never missed a flight before. I was seriously worried I was going to miss my flight. Oh. And uh and you know, like if you spend like even though like they tell you give yourself 2 hours, if you miss your flight, they're just going to tell you, "Well, you got to buy a new ticket." They're not going to say, "Oh, we understood Stan that you had to wait in line for 2 hours or whatever it is, you know." Well. Uh so it was pretty it was pretty nuts and I got home Oh, actually, we get. I got on the plane, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, um, folks, uh, we're. You might have noticed we we should have taken off by now. Uh, we can't. The uh, one of the engines uh, isn't working. Uh, yeah, that, that happens to me every time. So they're trying to fix it, and I was just like, uh, like are you about to tell me I need to get the fuck off this plane because uh, the, the time before last it might have been three flights ago when I came down to see y'all, they made me transfer planes twelve times. I was like, I didn't realize there were twelve planes at this airport. I had to get off and get on another plane. Get off and get another plane. I was so pissed off. I didn't get. I was supposed to be in Savannah by, I think, eight thirty at night. I got in at 2.30 in the morning the next day. That's the reason I almost got arrested at this local airport because I got pissed off at the fucking people. Then they lost my luggage. Oh, my God. I about – oh, I was so angry. I fucking hulked. I hulked out. I hulked out in baggage claim. I was throwing luggage. They had to call security. Amy was like, calm down. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. They made me watch the A-Team movie. You know? What? They, that was my part. It was like, we're so sorry we had to do this to you. Here, watch the A-Team movie. You know, the one with the awful remake A-Team movie. And then uh, I, was like, I didn't hate that, but okay. Yeah, well, if you hated it at, when I tell you this story. That was on the first flight, the fourth flight. Don't worry. It's okay. You'll feel better. Here, watch the A-Team movie. I just watched it. I get <laughs> the 10th transfer. We're so sorry for the inconvenience, sir. Here, let's get you something to drink. Uh, do you like Coke? Sure. Here, let's put on the A-Team movie. Son of a bitch! I was so mad. <laughs> I never want to see that movie again. Also, why, also, this is why I don't travel with you. <sighs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pleasure to travel with. It's just the world around me sucks. Well, I won't take that risk, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, so it, it was it was an interesting flight. Like uh, we we hit some serious serious turbulence, so I was getting like kind of freaked out. But yeah, you know, and then as soon as I got home, I got sick the next day. So that sucks, dude. And here I am. But uh, but if anybody's out uh, looking for like vacation in in uh, the Smokies, I do recommend go. You know they they have done a lot with the uh, like I guess they've decided to combine the. Uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville area into sort of one long, you know, because Gatlinburg's really nice, but it's really just one long strip of commercial shit. Gatlinburg has one of the best haunted houses you'll ever go to. Like actual haunted houses like or, or like a haunted house? Like a haunted house, like a fun okay. – it was actually converted uh, – it's, it's a beautiful Victorian home, but it uh, also takes up almost a full a full city block. And it's off the beaten path, um, but you do get to go into the home, and it, it, they're actual homes. They all just kind of link together. Um, but it's a it's a haunted house, and it's hysterical. Um, and they also have. Did you do a hillbilly golf? Uh, no, I can't say that. Did hillbilly golf is a crazy, insane miniature golf course that every hole is uphill. 
it sucks. It takes forever. And, I mean, every shot, you have to go uphill. You're like, are you kidding me? Picture an average miniature golf course and put it on, like, a 90-degree angle up. You're like, oh, my God. You'll hit that ball, like, 50 times just trying to get up the first hole. It's it's fun, though. It's a good time. So, yay. Uh, well, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we uh, close this one out? I want to leave everybody with a riddle. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. All right, here it is. There's a farm. On the farm are 30 cows, 28 chickens. Who didn't? All right, folks, that'll be do it for tonight. Uh, <laughs> remember, if you're in if you're in uh, Biloxi or Ocean Springs, Mississippi, or Gulfport, you know, down in Ocean Springs at Crooked Letter Brewery, you can see our, our comedy show, and then uh, Saturday night over at the Twist Alive. Uh for the MHOG podcast, I've been Adam. I'm Rum. Yeah, and who did? If it didn't, I'm a man. Murdered. <laughs>